our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest, the platform that empowers millennials through financial literacy. You're joined today by your hosts, Sim and Sonia, two millennial investors who are extremely passionate about all things investing and personal finance. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Sim. How are we today? I am good. Um, I mean, it's first of all, it's super early in the morning and Sonia is definitely a morning person. For me, not so much, but I have I get around, you know, like I wake up, I grab a cup of coffee, I have a shower, and then my mood lifts. But until that point, I am the worst morning person you'll ever meet. Which you know. <laughs> I do know. I think the morning texts that I woke up to were quite hilarious. That was before the cup of coffee hit, definitely. We're quite opposite in that sense. Usually... Like I am passed out or I want to pass out at like 7 p.m. I am not a night owl, but I'll be up at 5 a.m. with ease. Yeah. Like that's my natural body yeah. clock. Yeah. Guys, like when we were younger, Sonia would come over to my house like during school holidays and then I would wake up and I just opened my eyes and there would just be like the seven-year-old at the end oh of my, my bed God. just standing I was like, sound like a ghost. Why? <laughs> it was like a scene from like movies, you know, like where you, there's just someone staring at you. But it wasn't just that. My mum would also be there staring at me, like disappointed. <laughs> it would, she'd be like, Sonia's here and you're not awake yet. And I'd be like, it's 9 a.m. <laughs> it wouldn't even be 9 a.m. It would literally be like, seven which is quite early when you're that young and you would literally have to drag yourself out of bed because your mum forced you to and like it was it was just funny but anyways since the beginning of time I've just been naturally being the person to get up a little bit more early and you're more of a night owl would you agree I totally am like I find that I am the most productive in the evenings, like that's when I get all my ideas, that's when I get my work done. And if anyone saw my morning routine, like it's not what you see on YouTube, it's not what you see on TikTok, it would stress people out. I feel like we should just get into it. Take that- it away, Sonia. <laughs> okay, so today it's quite a timely episode. We are talking about cryptocurrency 
more specifically, we're going to get into, is it actually too late to get into crypto? There's been a lot of media hype over this topic over the past few years and more recently with the recent drop just yesterday, actually. So I think it should be interesting to get into. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just for those that don't know the background about cryptocurrency, what it actually is and how you can invest in it and just, I guess, the Crypto 101, we actually have a previous episode called Crypto 101 and that will be really good to hear. But this is more about, yeah, should you be getting into it or is it actually a little bit too late? So I thought we'd start off with an interesting stat that showcases how much cryptocurrency has grown. So cryptocurrency trading volumes are growing. And as you know, the crypto's market's capitalization just recently exceeded $2 trillion. Outstanding. That is insane. That is wild. Bitcoin's capitalization is $1.1 trillion. Ethereum is in second place at $245 billion, and Binance Coin is third at $58 billion. Which, have you ever seen that video of like the person showcasing with rice how much a billion is? Like my mind can't even conceptualize trillion. Did you Google that? No. I It was a viral video, honey. Just for reference, given that Bitcoin is 1.1 trillion, Google is worth 1.2 trillion. Like just to put in perspective mm. how big these crypto coins have gotten to in the grand scheme of things. And honestly... There is so much chatter. There is so much back and forth. Is it too late to get in? No, it's too late. There's a long way to go. And there's no doubt that it really is the hottest thing right now. There are Bitcoin millionaires in this world. And I think it definitely makes for a good conversation to have. I don't think we're going to actually reach a conclusion because the truth is, disclaimer, no one really knows if it is too late or not. But I really want to get into maybe some reasons why it might be maybe some reasons why there's actually still a lot of room and kind of let you guys make up your own mind. Do you want to take it away with the first point for maybe it is too late? Yeah, so I'm going to start off being a bit of a negative Nancy. And one of the reasons why I would possibly think it's a little bit too late is Bitcoin. So this is about Bitcoin in particular. It really has already had its massive growth in February 2011, Bitcoin was a dollar. Mm. Now it's worth around fifty to sixty thousand dollars. Like that amount of growth, I don't think we would see at this stage. If you had bought a hundred bitcoins back then, you would have over five million dollars worth in bitcoins today. And the ability to make life-changing gains might not be there. But in saying that, there's always a a possibility that it can but that kind of leads me to reason number two as to why it might be a little bit too late because it's now mainstream or mainstream in the sense that everyone sort of knows about it everyone's talking about it and even people that aren't really that heavily versed into the stock market into investing you know are aware of bitcoin are investing in bitcoin and the reason why that could possibly be a problem 
is that if everyone's already in the market for Bitcoin, there's not a lot of fresh money left to send the prices higher in the same way that it was at the start. Does that sort of make sense? No. Okay, let me let me try this again. So have you heard that quote, which I'm not a fan of, but the quote that's like, if your taxi driver is talking about a certain stock, like you, it's too late, you need to get out of it. That's terrible. It's terrible. But what it's meaning is that if quote unquote normal folk, which by the way, we are as well. So if quote unquote normal folk are talking about a certain investment, it means that everyone technically knows about the investment. It's mainstream. It's not like that indie artist anymore. It's like Miley Cyrus now. And if everyone is aware of it, mm-hmm. everyone has possibly put their money into it if they were going to. So that doesn't leave a lot of room for new people to find it and push the price up because that's already happened. You know what? That actually does make sense. So what you're trying to say in terms of crypto, there's too many fingers in the pie now. Ew, but yeah. (laughs) Coronavirus, wash your hands. There's actually a little folktale that sort of explains this well as well so it's a little story I don't think it's actually real because um, (laughs) the dates don't line up but JP Morgan was you know getting his shoes shined on Wall Street and he's by the way a Wall Street titan for those that don't know and the shoe shining kid was like offered him a stock tip like oh by the way like this is gonna like do really well And he realized if the shoe shining kid was in the market, everyone else must also be in the market. And therefore, there's not a lot of fresh money to send prices higher. And if anything, at that stage, most people that have been in the market for a while would probably want to sell. And then it did eventually crash the stock market a, a few months after. But the dates don't line up because JP Morgan died in 1913. My crash happened in 1929. So I don't know <laughs> where the story came from, but it kind of highlights it. Like, do, you get, do you get what I mean? Like, I do. Okay. But look, let's just pretend that the dates do line up because it was a great folklore, right? I think it will have to do. But yeah, so those are really the only two reasons at this stage that I would say it's too late to get into crypto this mm. doesn't obviously cover the risk of it because it's absolutely risky but it was also risky back then as well so mm. do you want to maybe cover some reasons why it's not too late sure but I have some things to say if that's okay oh yes go on <laughs> no I was just going to say the entire I guess value of cryptocurrency is based on people believing in it right so mm-hmm. In terms of value and in terms of risk, because there's no regulation to cryptocurrency at this stage, or little to none, and I think that is the appeal of cryptocurrency to most people, you have to realize there might be a day where people just think it's a massive hoax, people don't believe in it, and then the value drops. That's also a real possibility, even though it sounds unlikely, but it is, you know? Absolutely, because the thing with crypto as an investment asset as it compared to companies is at least companies have an intrinsic value you know the company does well the stock price does well with cryptos there 
like you said, yeah, it's really not based on anything fundamental like that. It is just based on what people perceive it to be worth, exactly. which, unlike a company, can fluctuate a lot more. With all that being said, I'm going to now go into the reasons why it's perhaps not too late to join the cryptocurrency bandwagon, if you will. Now, I raise this point and I can almost hear the controversy and the shouting from people, but there's a little bit more stability now. I thought you were going to question me on this. I wanted to, it to be really dramatic. <laughs> Go on. That was the most dramatic intro I've ever had. I know. You should see me with no. my hand gestures. I love it. No, tell us more. Okay. So the reason I say there's a little bit more stability now, I was reading this article that was published actually last month, and I'm totally going to butcher this in last name, but it was an interview by Anthony Scaramucci, Scaramucci. I don't know why you paused as if I was going to know the answer. Okay, listen, but Anthony, sir, I'm so sorry. He is a Skybridge Capital founder and he actually believes that Bitcoin can move even higher over the long term. And the reason being is he compares it to being more stable like Amazon as a stock. Heaps of people are going to disagree with this, and I get why, but just hear me out. Mm-hmm. So the reason he's comparing Bitcoin and Amazon is he's saying that Amazon 20 years ago, no one knew about Amazon, no one knew the value of Amazon, who knew Amazon was going to be where it is now, right? Mm-hmm. Compares Bitcoin to kind of being the same thing. So Bitcoin is now 12, and in terms of it being more stable, I think he's talking about how people know more about it now, people, the resources on how cryptocurrency works and how to get into it. it it's booming. There's plenty from YouTube videos to articles to books now being published to podcasts. There is more resources on how you get started and to understanding how it all works. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. So because more people are on the bandwagon and because more people are believing in this thing or talking about this thing and there's media hype about this thing, he 
compares it to being a little bit more stable in terms of value. Does that make sense? Yeah. So basically to sum up what you're saying, it's kind of like the opposite end of the coin or the other Mm. side of the coin with how I was saying that if there's too many people getting into it, maybe there's like everyone that wanted to invest kind of has. But on the other end, if everyone knows about it, then it makes it a little bit more legitimate and maybe there's more interest in investing. Yeah. So to quote directly from that CNBC article that I was referring to from Anthony, Bitcoin is 12 years old and if you bought Amazon after the 12th year, you got 64 more return on your money from 2009 to 2021. So it shows that more people are putting their finger into the pie. I know some loves that analogy. Better analogy. <laughs> Listen, it makes sense. Um, and no, it does. It does. The returns are greater. Mm-hmm. Did you say sixty-four percent or sixty-four times? Sorry, I didn't hear that. Sixty-four times. Another reason why it's perhaps not too late to get into crypto is going back to my point of it being a little bit more transparent. There's a lot more apps that I feel like are catered towards the more aesthetically pleasing side of things to maybe appease millennials and Gen Z to get started on crypto and having like crypto wallets. So for example, there's Binance, which I know is huge at the moment. And there's also Coinbase, which I recently signed up for. These are apps that are incredibly easy to use. There's an education part on both of the websites, not sponsored. I'm just saying that it makes it easier to get into and a little bit more transparent when they've set up websites like this. It kind of goes back to Sim's point in the latest episode, like she's a sucker for millennial pink. Like I was just going to say, like the aesthetics generally do affect my decision to oh my god that sounds terrible the aesthetics of something does actually affect my decision to look into a company or not and it's fair enough like in this day and age i'd argue everything is a lot more visual why not trust a website or an app a little bit more if they've put more effort into the i guess marketing and the design right Would you argue, though, that because it's so aesthetically pleasing, because it's so much easier to get into it, now there are a lot of people investing in crypto and therefore we kind of are at the stage where you're not going to see big growth? I get what you mean. I think with Bitcoin in particular, there's a cap to it, right? So eventually that growth is going to subside because you literally can't buy any more Bitcoin. Would you actually argue, oh, but a counter to that. Would you argue that when that happens though, and you can feel free to disagree, but would you feel like once it gets capped, then you've got only so many Bitcoins and that might make it feel more rare and more. I Listen, honey, I need you to pick a side because you're playing devil's advocate right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> to go back to your initial question. Is your concerns more around that because more people are getting into it and because of the growth, you think that people, there's going to be those people that don't like getting on the bandwagon and they play devil's advocate and maybe they do a different thing? No, not at all. So it's not about like, oh, everyone's in Bitcoin, like I don't want to, but more about when you was seeing a lot of growth that's when it wasn't that popular then a lot of people 
found out about it or a lot of people went like, this is for me. It got more legitimate and then that value skyrocketed. I'm suggesting that we're not going to see the same amount of growth from last year to this year, from like this year to next year, because that growth of all these people joining, where it went from no one really talks about it to it's in the news like three times a week. I don't think that level of interest would come into it again. Mm. Eventually it will, or in terms of the attention it might weather out and new things might come in. I think the thing with cryptocurrency is that even with the recent drop, because I believe it was because Biden made comments about or he plans to. They're getting new um, capital gains. Yeah, the capital gains tax. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. But I think with cryptocurrency especially, there's so many things that influence it and the slightest thing could make it drop or the slightest thing could make it increase. So who really knows? Like, I think it's a thing of maybe waiting it out. I know heaps of people who do have cryptocurrency, their investment strategy is just to hold it. Because I think with stocks, we talk a good game about not being so emotional and not, I guess, paying too much attention to the ups and downs and selling out of fear. I think the same could be applied or can be applied to cryptocurrency as well. If you're constantly keeping an eye on the media hype and letting it influence your like buy, hold or sell decisions and your investment strategy, probably not the best thing to do. Do you know what I mean? I definitely see where you're coming from. I want to add another reason for the argument that cryptocurrency will actually still continue growing, because at the end of the day, I don't actually think I've made up my mind because God knows what will happen. But one thing that is definitely on a plus for this or on the positive side for this that has governments and institutions worried is the fact that inflation is going to rise very shortly. Right now, interest rates are low, mortgage interest rates are low, but things are going to start to creep up. And the US dollar is currently devaluing because of all these unprecedented times and, you know, all this printing of money by the Fed in, in the US And so what's going to happen is institutions are looking at crypto in the same way that people hold gold because gold is a sort of safety net. It doesn't really get affected by inflation as much. And Bitcoin or crypto is kind of the same because there's only a finite amount of it. And so it doesn't get affected as much. So it's almost like buying and holding a little safety net and so as a company that is something that is very appealing given that things are looking not so good in the department of inflation and so that's why we're seeing a lot of buying of crypto by companies i like the analogy that you use that crypto is kind of like gold i think that might that visualization of what people know gold is i think it's common knowledge It might make sense in terms of when we say it's capped or like the value of it or what happens after. So, yeah, I think that's a really good point. 
Another reason why I would say there is a chance that things would continue going and it actually might be worth still investing is that because it is capped by design at 21 million, so just a little bit of quick background, Bitcoin is something that's created or mined. It's like an online little, I think it was like an online product and you need computer power to create more to sort of flow through the internet, if you may. There's already 18 million in circulation, so there's only 3 million left to be mined. What happens when the last 3 million are sort of brought to surface? If we have a limited supply and still a lot of demand, then wouldn't that cause prices to increase? But on the flip side, what if there's no more demand and it's all done and people see all of it being mined as, okay, like, it's kind of over. Here's the thing. I fully recognize that there are some people that love just kind of being told about a black and white situation. The thing with crypto, it's very gray. (laughs) Like There's a lot of things that you need to think about and do your own research on. And at the end of the day, just like stocks, I'm looking into what stock is right for you or what stock to put your money into you don't really know what's going to happen and we can analyze these trends and we can analyze what's happened in the past as my favorite saying goes we don't have a crystal ball and it's and it's right i know that there's people out there that are a little bit certainty that love instructions (laughs) and being told what to do and what not to do but it's just one of those things right it really in my opinion like bottom line what i would want people to go away with is that By all means, if you are still interested in investing in crypto and you haven't ever put a single cent in, it's booming right now and you're interested, I mean, by all means, look into it, but I wouldn't put any more than I was willing to lose. Like, I would not be putting in my life savings or my emergency fund into this if I wasn't sure. You laugh, but people do. Like, I saw this article by this guy who became a dog coin millionaire but he put every single cent he owned into it at the start of the year he put in a hundred thousand dollars Sonia at the start of this year for dog coin obviously it worked out but imagine if he lost that money like he was like I cashed out everything I owned and I just don't think that would be the wisest choice to make unless you were happy or okay with taking that risk So to summarize our main points, some reasons why you might not want to be investing in cryptocurrency is that one, the amount of growth that it has seen has been immense over the last few years. 2011, it was worth a dollar Bitcoin. Right now it's worth 50 to 60K. And that growth period, it is not very likely to experience the same amount of growth. Maybe it will still go up, but I'd be very surprised if it went up by the same percent. The other reason why it might be a bit too late is it's a little bit more mainstream. There's a lot more people invested in it. And if you follow that sort of quote of, you know, if everyone's talking about it, it might be best to sort of jump out of it, then it might not be the best investment for you. But as Sonia pointed out, there's actually some really good reasons why cryptocurrency might not be too late to join. There's more stability, 
There's a lot more information on how it works. There's a lot more resources. And that makes people trust it more. And there's more transparency. There's also a lot more accessibility into getting into it. And with Coinbase itself having 40 million users, there is a good argument that, well, if anything, things are just getting started. So before we do go, please join our Facebook group, Girls That Invest, and also follow us on Instagram at Girls That Invest. We are really active on there and we do try our best to responding to all of your feedback and all of your kind messages. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or if you don't use Apple, share with your friends because we are on Spotify and a few other platforms as well. It really helps us spread the message in terms of providing financial literacy in more simplistic and everyday terms. So a little disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We're not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research. You please use your due diligence. All right. Till next time, Sonia. Till next time, Sam. Bye. Bye.